anos Alain My hair is woolly My back is strong Strong enough to take the pain Inflicted again and again What do they call me? My name is Aunt Sarah I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates. Proud educators. And most importantly, husband, husband and wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of... Why are you so close to the mic? Because I got to make sure I get the right sound. Oh, is there a voice? Wait, that's not the name of the app podcast. <laughs> After School Talk. Where I am your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and... I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. Now, what were you saying about me being close to the microphone? I'm not sure, because it made me think about I'm going to work on my Tabitha Brown voice. What does that mean? I want to have a Tabitha Brown voice. You need to make sure you hear it more so you can make it happen, because I don't hear it at all. I don't know how to do her loud voice when she goes, Chance! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to do that. Mm. I don't know how to do the other voice. (sighs) Oh! Oh boy, I'm just taking a deep breath from everything that's been going on in the world. In the world, Craig. In the world. In the My world. Jesus, we are living in some interesting time right now. You know, I, regardless of when we record this or when it gets posted, but this when is when we the, record, we record um, now. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen to the listeners. Regardless of when we record this and when it comes out. This is the month of June in the year of 2020. Okay? Mm, that's all you need to know. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's all you need to know. This is the month of June in the year of 2020. 2020. So if you listen to this podcast 10 years from now, do some research <laughs> on the month of June. My While, while my co-host bled, uh, sneezes all over the place. Lord have mercy. Bless you. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> if you... um. You know, if if you are if you listen to this ten years from now, do research on the month of June and the year twenty twenty because it's just a lot going on. It's a lot going on. You got the pandemic going on, COVID nineteen, um, uh, social distancing, being six feet away from each other. You know, businesses closing and and not being able to go anywhere, um, staying home away from everybody, uh, um, everybody working from home. Um, then you have police brutality, uh, black males uh, in particular being shot by police. Um, and females. And, uh, and females. Um, you got... Uh, uh, it's a lot, male. It's, it's a lot. And then, and then you got these protests going on. The month of June in the year of 2020, it went down. <laughs> and we're not even halfway through the month yet. Oh, that- Facts. We're not even halfway the through the month. So let's let's just see what the rest of this month happen. What what the rest of the month hold. But like I say, whenever you listen to this podcast, remember the month of June in the year of twenty twenty. Oh, it's a lot. Um, I will say personally, it's been to the point where I had to take off from work, and when you have to take off from work and you're working from the house, that's a lot. But it was a shutdown day. They didn't even get it together. 
Um, if you had the uh, pleasure of tuning in to our episode of the conversation, was it the conversation on race? No, that was with um, Chris Baxter, which is another one you should tune into around around this time. But if you listen to um, Dear White People, that episode where we talked about uh, the experiences of being black and being at a university and the need for multicultural centers. And we were talking with um, Palmer. Well, he called me the other day where he was just laid out. Like, I am tired. I am exhausted because there's so much work to get that has to be put in due to the events that we've seen happening. So, we on, on, a, on a more positive note, though, uh, the last episode with Principal L. Man, you cannot tell me he wasn't our family. Like, he wasn't our cousin. Like, he was legit. You know, in the South, we say cousins. I don't know if they say cousins. They were he in the South. He was legit one of the homies, like <laughs> one of the old homies, mm-hmm. one of the OGs just talking to him. Yes. That, that's, that's exactly what it was. Yes. From the time he we got, we started talking to him. He was just down to earth, very open. Very down um, to earth. Very, very honest. Open. That's what we did. We decided to title it Real Talk because he gave us the real deal talk about education and things that need to change and as we continue doing that, we have been in a social media frenzy as far as just keeping up with everything, right? So even like you said, uh, I remember somebody called out, oh, you remember when they had the verses with Kurt Franklin and Fred Hammond? Yeah. Well, originally, not originally, I shouldn't say that, but when they first called the names of the recent known victims, I want to put it like that, because there are people who are still victims we don't even know about yet. Absolutely. Of the recent ones, they did not say the uh, Breonna Taylor. So that was the whole issue of like, mm, yeah, in the midst of you re- seeing George Floyd, you forget this girl was shot and killed just sleeping in her house. Absolutely. And y'all bust in the house and started shooting. Absolutely. What? Where? I'm not... It doesn't even make sense. At this point, it doesn't not even at this point. It's never made sense. It's never, never made sense. It's right. just you just have so much time to really sit and think and deal with it. And like I told my um coworkers, to grieve as a entire as an entire race is traumatic. To literally grieve as a race of people, not Hey, I saw this and that was sad. Or my or my actual family member. I have no idea who this man is, but he so easily could have been my husband or my daddy. And then for that that grievance moment or whatever to spill over into other races, other countries, oh yeah, the whole other world. other areas. You know it. Like you, you got people in in the in the UK saying, "Hey, we we protesting over here too." Mm-hmm. New New Zealand. Uh, I saw in Africa, everywhere. I was just like, this and is... I mean, going just as hard. Oh yeah, thousands of people as if it was their family member, mm-hmm. as if they lived here. They're like, but they and but truth be told, they deal with racism in those countries too. So they're like, absolutely, hey, and they ain't absolutely not new to us, not new to us. But on Twitter recently, um, what sparked my interest, and I said we was gonna do a quick episode about this because it is an area that kind of gets wiped under the rug um it is a um topic that people are fearful of talking about um professionally or um uh fear of being ostracized from your cohort or your or co-workers or your peers um but the t- trending topic was black in the ivory black in the ivory which is um the, it is it is highlighting the experiences of 
black people in the world of academics and particularly higher education. So we're hearing people or seeing people reading people's tweets and reading about their experiences as far as being in a graduate program, undergraduate, or being a professional in the field, like being a professor or trying to get tenure or however you look at it, but ivory. And that's because the academic world is um, nicknamed, I'm going to say, the ivory towers. And I want to say I hate that nickname. I've always hated it. Because when we were in grad school, I remember when somebody said it when I was um, getting my master's. And I was like, ivory towers? What type of plantation sound is that? But, okay. I've never heard of it. I guess I haven't gone far enough in uh, academia. (laughs) Um, You have two degrees. Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The first one was in math. Like, all we did was numbers. We're not talking about the, uh... Uh, other aspects, yeah. The other, the, the other structure of the higher education. We ain't talking about that. Goodness. Straight numbers, anyway. Straight numbers. So listen now. This here is here's the thing. So you guys know we do real talk. We are right here in your living room in your car. Um, it's your job with you talking to you. So um, feel free to talk back to the to the speaker. Um, th- we don't like to do things that are so planned out and you know tick tick tick. But uh, I literally saw a couple of tweets that I screenshot and sent to. Uh, Mr. Dukes over here, and I said, I want you to read. You who? Mr. Dukes over here. Now you don't know your name. Now wait a minute. Now I'm, I'm just making sure I got what I was supposed to have. Oh, go ahead. Don't let no. What? What did you sent? You sent me some tweets. Okay, okay. I got them. Yeah, I got them. <laughs> so I sent you the tweets. Yeah, and we're going to um, talk through those as well as um, kind of compare to the episode we had with Palmer with Dear White People as well as our own experiences in higher ed. So with these tweets, we're not going to say who who tweet who tweeted tweeted them. <laughs> my mama would say something like that. Tweeted. My as a matter of fact, Melvin Mama said something recently and she specifically told me not to say what it was on the podcast. But just know that a well known Atlanta rapper, she said his name wrong. Tia? How you how you mess up Ti Melvin? I have no idea what she called. Your mother, oh, she, she told me not to say what she. Well, it's too late. You already brought it up. Go nope, ahead and say it. Nope, because I gotta see her. You it's my mama. <laughs> but just know she messed up Ti's name. We'll be back next week with that one. Because <laughs> we gonna find out. <laughs> we are gonna what, find out what she what said. she called Ti. The same person that called Tupac Tupac. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. But um, one of the the difficulties in uh being black and dealing with racism is that you do not want to um you just try not to catch flack for speaking your mind and speaking your experiences so i don't want to use this as a moment of uh uh somebody else to be bullied in what they said on twitter so but we just want to talk about what the statement what it was and the experience they had okay so go ahead melvin roll out one of the tweets let's see what we got well one of the tweets is uh being told by white faculty that my dissertation using oral history to examine black subject subjectivity was quote-unquote not so uh not sociology and having to change my dissertation chair because of my choice to continue with the project then how about this this person won the asa best dissertation award (laughs) hashtag black in the ivory absolutely so somebody <laughs> somebody told this uh uh the, student uh, doctoral candidate doctoral candidate that hey your your dissertation is is not a uh, sociology 
Yeah, so basically saying, like, what you're trying to research is not appropriate. So when I say appropriate, it's like that that doesn't go with the... That's not sociology. That doesn't go with the research when it absolutely does. Absolutely does. Hello, somebody. And then she goes and has to change chairs. Change chairs because she definitely wants to continue with this particular topic. Yes, because, see, your your bias, Mm, the chair, the chair is biased to her research. Right. So, therefore, instead of... um, putting in the effort to become more knowledgeable on it and say, okay, I support you. I see there's something you're passionate about. It was like, no, don't do that. Cause that's not really research. So she had to go through the process of getting another chair. And which is still, common. Yeah, it probably is common. I wouldn't know. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately. He yeah. said, I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> um, but this particular student, they changed, but they kept their, their topic. Mm-hmm. And then turns out it was like a, Nan and the boo boo, look what I did! I won best dissertation award. Yes, shut up! Shut up! Just, 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 who you telling who, me to shut up? Whoever the person that was talking to this this young student was, whoever, just shut your mouth. The person don't who talk told to her. don't talk to Wait. anybody else again. The person who told her to change to her change. Research. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, are you mad at her? Cause she won. No, I'm, I'm mad at I'm, I'm mad at the whoever was talking to her. Yes. That's mm-hmm. crazy. But that's just like when I, one thing that I would say when I was in grad school and m- majoring in higher education and student affairs and having so, first of all, only had one black professor and it was not from our department. She was from the counseling department because we had to take one counseling class. But the rest of the professors had no clue about the structures or even the names of historical black colleges. So when I want to write a paper on historically black colleges, like, huh, what is, and I, and yes, listen to me when I tell you, had professors ask me, what does HBCU mean? How are you teaching courses about colleges, but you you don't even know what HBCU HBCU stands for? Right. So that, that goes again, you're going to be biased to the research I'm about to do because you're like, what, that's not real research. And that sucks that, uh, that, uh, 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 faculty member would be so closed minded to Number one, say that to a, a a student, and not be willing to just open up with the student right along with the research, mm-hmm. and then getting to a point where it's like, okay, we had a we had a roadblock, we don't really know where to go, but it's just flat out front of jump, tell them, no, this ain't this this not gonna work. Oh yeah, this is not gonna work, Mm-mm. and and it, and it got to be a slap in their face when in the end they ended up again winning the uh, best uh, ASA dissertation award. Which is- amazing that is but then it goes too to when you have black uh you'll have which i read through in the um in the in the tweets that there will be black uh doctoral candidates who will want to do research that the others will say to the one black professor in the department i think you should be their chair because that's that's a better fit and really in truth they want to say i think you should be their chair because they're black you're You're black. black It'll work. Yeah, it'll work for you. They do that in, in advising. Yeah, I think you should. I think Mr. Duke should be your advisor. Because he black and I'm black. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead and hit me with another one. Um, Another good one was this particular person said, a colleague once told me, I know you didn't attend an HBCU because you're too polished. Followed by him telling me that all degrees from a particular HBCU deserve to go in the trash. How about he actually attended the HBCU that this person was talking about? Black in the ivory. (laughs) That one, I like I had to sit up 
I that that one hit a little different because like the guy said that he is literally talking about this school and how first of all first of all you talking about hbcus period. period yeah first of all to tell me that i'm i'm polished so therefore i didn't, I didn't go attend to, the now one what, of the hbcus what what are you <laughs> but then you break it out even further to talk about this one particular, particular HBCU, hbcu and come to find out i attended that and graduated oh. from that particular hbcu oh how dumb do you feel the irony <laughs> the irony the irony hashtag black in the ivory and it goes and that is that is a part of the feeling again of where you 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 don't value hbcus you literally see them as the ghettos of the academic world so you went to you know that little old school and Mm -hmm. they all they gave her and we should oh and i'm gonna tell you straight up this is what happened to me being that my 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 father worked at HBCU and that he was a coach, I I knew all the HBCUs. Why could we go to these games? Right, we go right. to these schools. We know the other coaches, right? So when I got to grad school, I didn't know what. Okay, what is University of Oklahoma? What is mm. Oklahoma State or Ohio State? I don't know these schools. I know Howard. I know Morehouse. Right. I know Benedict. I know Voorhees. I don't I don't know these other schools. So I remember one of my uh, classmates asked me. Um, so where'd you go for undergrad? And I was like, Payne College. And she was like, oh, I don't, I never heard of that. I said, where'd you go? She said, Auburn. I said, well, I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> and I remember everybody looked at me like, well, I was like, no, I ain't never heard of Auburn. Like, I've never heard of Auburn. Sorry. I don't, I don't see you as this, you know. You ain't a big deal to me. Yeah, you ain't no big deal to me. My school ain't big deal to you. Right. Now, had you said you went to Spelman or you, you know, you went to Bennett College. I go, oh, wow. So you went to Auburn. You went to Auburn. And so that, that comes into your experience so what you did what you do is you sit in the ivory tower mm-hmm. because let's be let's be truthful you don't consider hbcus to be in the ivory tower we're right. on the outside right. we 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 over there on the plantation uh you know we at right over here and then the ivory tower the where everybody else live in the mansion is where your schools are we're not included in that conversation mm-hmm. so that that's the big point of when you are fighting to prove to somebody that i am intelligent and or equally um capable of 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 handling tasks or assignments or a job but um because you look at my hbc degree is less than right right, right, right. yes i was gonna say something about this but uh in you talking about that I, my mind went completely blank um it's okay it's a lot uh, we already it said it it's a lot, it is a lot. <laughs> june 2020 baby june 2020 crazy um, let me let shout me out see. to that dude though for restraining himself he said you know and just being like hmm and waiting until the man Put his foot in his mouth and let him know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I went to that school, sir. Let me tell you about this school. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, let me get another. Uh, okay, here's one. I finished my doctorate and applied for jobs. Uh, and applied for jobs. Wait, wait. I can't read this one. <laughs> I guess because I can't read. Now see somebody gonna go ahead and talk about that Fort Valley degree. Okay, somebody, don't don't do that. Somebody. What I what did I tell y'all? I, math, math, math. <laughs> Mine was math. Say. Math, math, See? math, math, math. See, That's what it when was. they go to those colored schools. Okay. Oh, no, um, ma'am. <laughs> all right, let me jump to this one then, because I, I do like this one. A classmate told me the only reason I received a full ride to med school was because I was black. Mm. Now, in four years, I earned a BS in biochem. One. A BS in molecular, molecular biology. Two. And a BA in inorganic chemistry. Three. 
This person also worked two jobs. One of the jobs was one where his mom, this the other student's mom paid uh, this person to tutor him in organic chemistry while they were both taking the class together. Yes. Black in the ivory. So to be very clear, this this girl has, this young lady, this beautiful woman, <laughs> intelligent woman, has earned three degrees. In four years. In four years. She is now being told by a peer um, who is white that she only got into med school because she's black. You're black. We However, need, need she was paid school. by his mother to tutor him mm-hmm. in, in, in organic the, in, chemistry. In the very class. In, in the class. So if so, what, at what point can I just be smart? That's that's all I'm saying. What, so why were you chosen then to get in? Because we needed one dummy. <laughs> we needed one dummy, so they picked you. That's why you here. That's why you. They here. picked me because I'm black and smart. They picked you because you just dumb. We need. We got to balance out this thing. You on the lower end of the spectrum, so we had to pick somebody from down in hopes of you would pass. Yes. So it'll look like, oh, the dummies can get up there. Too. So that's why you were chosen, because mm-hmm. you're a dummy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would pick out mm-hmm. black. You chose you, you, you dumb. And that, and that is a part of the um, scary, scary, scary side of. Um, I said I, I actually talked to the guy who who made the comment about the HBCU mm-hmm. and told him there's a part of you. Who even if you don't have the experiences of these people where it was verbally said to you, you know they were thinking it, or you knew they were thinking it. So you spend your days pro- trying to prove yourself. Like when Palmer talked about trying to be the perfect black, that hit so hard because in every email, in every study session, in every conversation. You are trying to articulate your words. You don't want to use slang. You want to make sure you get the perfect grades. You want to make sure you build a relationship with the professors because you want to be this perfect person to not affirm for them that you you only got in because you're black. And this is they just needed a black person in there to make it look like it's diverse. But to actually say, no, I'm I'm smart. I mean, kind hello. Like, I remember somebody a long time ago, I don't know if you remember when they had this tweet that went around where the girl was saying a 4.0 at a predominantly white school is not the same as a 4.0 right, at an HBC, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> My problem with that statement was I had a lower GPA at the, at the HBCU I attended versus the predominantly white school. So what does that mean? Am I, so if I was, if I was making better grades when I got over here, mm-hmm. so is it that I'm, are you, what, do you dare say that I'm smart now? Give me something. Yeah, cause give me something. What what's the, you know what I'm saying? So it's everything is is unique, um, in the in the classroom and in the academic experience. So it's not that the professors over here are easier or this over here is harder. It, it this is this is this is education, right? Just 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 bottom line. You don't have to sit up here and criticize somebody for your shortcomings. Which brings me to one of my experiences. I remember we had a professor who, um, and I may have said this on episode of Palmer. I don't know. We talked about so much. You know that we had to break that in two episodes, Mel. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, had a professor. Um, there was assignment was a five page essay. I'll never forget it. We are as graduate assistants are all sitting in a room. Well, they're all sitting in a room talking. I came in, and they were saying they got they saw their grades posted for that paper. Everybody in the room got below a C. So they are heated. Right. 
he should have been, you know, more clear on what he wanted and da 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 da. And I was like, oh lord. So I'm here thinking. Truth be told, I'm here thinking. Nah, if they got the lowest. See, I know. I know. I'm. I know he didn't. I, yeah, he, he, he didn't butcher mine. Right. He didn't serve it to me. To, yeah. Yeah. So I go look and I realize what my grade is, but I don't say nothing. So one person in the group said, "Trying to check yours," and I was like, "Yeah, I got an A, bruh. <laughs> you would have thought I, I you'd have thought I cussed at somebody. It got <laughs> silent." And I just looked, and the girl looked at me, and I can see her face right now. She said, how? Uh, I ain't even answer her. I just turned around. I just turned around and went back to my computer. Because it was, I felt it. I was like, what you mean, how? Mm-hmm. What are you trying? What? I'm not going to say Because it can't be because you're smart. What do you mean, how? And I wanted to say. And, and how do you even answer that question, like, for real? What you, yeah, that was just, what do you mean, how? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, it was nothing to say. You, Melvin. Hey, hey. How? You know God has brought me a mighty long way. Yeah. Can you imagine what what would have happened had I said what I was thinking? <laughs> Jesus said, hold on, Sharon. Wait. The Lord not. himself said, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you might not wait, wait. that program. Yeah, exactly. He said, they wait, wait. I know. I know. Just just go back to the computer. Just go back to the computer. Wait a minute. And I was like, okay. And, and truth how? be told, I remember that they were all talking about how much work they put in. And, I, and the girl who said how wrote a 10 page paper and i was thinking the professor asked for five you he doesn't have time much. to That's, get you were okay. doing too much you uh, so you had to answer then because i did the assignment correctly correctly <laughs> i ain't get on this man nerves by writing five extra papers he already gotta read this stuff anyway because you know them people in class that gotta act like they know more than the professor knows goodbye yes so you literally looked at me how and said, how? how you didn't because you didn't follow directions mm. You didn't do the assignment See, you the way that, it should have been done. You, you used that thought in my head to say all that. To say all that yeah, right I would have been right there on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. What you mean, how? <laughs> Let me see what you did. <laughs> and I'll tell you how you didn't. You that person you in the movie? Me? You sitting there? Yeah, no, Sharon, say this. Say this. Say it. Say it. No, I didn't say anything. Damn. But um, we can go through these tweets. Really well, I won't go through another one. You got one more? Yep. Uh-oh. I know you into it. You got another one. Let me um, get some Gatorade or something. I need to hydrate. Uh, let's see. I know about a Gatorade home. Did you take it? You moved it. And you need to go find it. Oh, okay. Uh, Never mind, people. I let's see. Know. Another hashtag black no in the ivory. So this one says, showing up early for work on my first day as an assistant prep professor of biology. And someone giving me a mop and a broom telling me that I had, I had come so early to clean the floors. They thought I was a new custodian. I had on a suit. Hashtag black in the ivory. I show up to work early. In my nice business suit. Ready to work. It's the first day. I'm I'm here early. Ready to get this thing going. Trying to be right. Trying to do right. I just want to do right. That's what she was doing. That's what she was singing. Briefcase in hand. Uh-huh. And somebody come and hand her a mop and a broom and thought she was a custodian? Are you serious right now? Uh. Are you serious right now? Uh-huh. That is a load of crap. Yeah, serious as hard set. That is crazy. Like how you <laughs> see somebody in a in a business outfit and you think, oh yeah, that's the custodian. I didn't see your outfit, I saw your skin. That's like your skin. That's facts. Actuals, factuals. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there is a, 
truth to people really believing that you are the help. Man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? We going back to the other episode. Palmer said that that day he was walking around campus and some other. Can you grab that trash? And he was like, who? <laughs> "Me? Like who are you speaking to?" <laughs> trash. Right. Grab the trash. Right. At my job. Mm. Can you imagine on the first day? Not to put down custodians or anything like that, but Mm-mm. don't play me like that because I know it, what you're doing. Yeah, because it's, it's Cause not. I know what you're doing. It's not that you didn't see somebody and felt like, hey, um, we, you know, you see, you see the custodian, you need a mop or right. whatever, right? Um, there's a it's the it's the microaggression of what they're doing. That's yeah. a microaggression. That's a subtle way of trying to put you in your place. Mm-hmm. But you really know, like, oh, so you think? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what they think. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. But it's it's hmm. It's the it's the I I will say this. It is a part of the reason um we're going to do another episode um the next two episodes I want to talk about racism in the classroom and um I want to speak to the fact of that's why it is imperative that you from a young age pay attention to the teachers you allow your your child to be around and the representation that your your child sees um the beauty of hbcu is that i never realized how much of a safe space i was in until i went to a pwi Mm -hmm. i was in a safe space i you know to think about when jenna six happened when i was at um pain and the immediate reaction was like, oh, oh, load up a van. We're going to the protest. We're doing such and such. Mm-hmm. And you, whereas you have students right now, right now, and what is going on in, in the world who are in classes or in, in organizations or whatever with other people that they're going, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They really don't care, like, that this is happening. And, yeah. Yeah, you're not getting the same support and love and this feeling that, that is in over here on this safe place. And so it's a lot of work to be done in, in those areas. And yeah, I've seen a lot of student affairs professionals recently saying it, it further pushes them to stay at certain universities and be the voice for those students, right? I have to push for you to see them. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it makes that movie when they see us even more powerful. You don't see me as a problem. Like I said, I, you see my skin, yeah. but you yeah, don't see yeah. me. So that 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 is the work of us as as educators to push for that. But at the same time, do not devalue the safe space of HBCUs, the safe space of minority um, serving institutions or high schools that are all black with a black principal and a black assistant principal and a black guidance counselor. Those spaces have just as much value. Mm-hmm. OK, so don't don't sit there and play me like, oh, well, I mean. You chose to go to this school instead of, mm-hmm, I did. And you know what? I'm not sitting over here traumatized and worried about my hair or my skin tone or the way I talk or the way I dress. Right. Because eventually it was like, you have the confidence and the smarts to know to, to, to compete with them. Bingo. My daddy said that to me. He said, you were smart in elementary, middle. You were smart at a high school. You were smart. When you were smart, when you got the pain, you going to be smart there. That, right. Let that take that with you. Don't let them make you second guess yourself. Right, you doubting yourself. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 what it boils down to. Um, we're really gonna talk about that about 
what is the um what the academic experience looks like at a younger age because we're seeing it now we're seeing even go all the way to the ivory tower this lady she said she was assistant professor this is career Mm -hmm. even in my career Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is what's happening to me now let's go back and say hey this has been going on since kindergarten you guys you didn't even you wait till you find out the experiences of a of a sixth grader or a a senior in high school in dealing with racism yeah Mm -hmm. right well, we, I think we kept this one uh, kind of short and sweet, but we actually, um, we actually, well, we wasn't talking. You didn't realize, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't. But just, just use use some time to do some self reflection. Um, uh, you know, think about ways to. Uh, how do I want to say this? I really fight want the system. Yeah, yeah, fight the system and and just stand up for yourself. Ooh. Um, be and support each other. Support each other when it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you got the your right ethics and morals in place. <laughs> yeah, don't do like Melvin told me doing go. <laughs> no, just play it. But no, but really, just stand up for yourself. Like this is the time to call it out. That's call it. it out. That's it. Call out the BS. Call and, out the BS. And, and just know that they, you know, they, they, there will be those who will try to shun you and, and and take the advice of the other girl who switched chairs. Hey, <laughs> sometimes you may have switched jobs. Yeah. Sometimes you may have to switch schools and say, you know what, you don't deserve me, me, and all that I bring. You don't deserve me. Some Everything some places, I have to offer, yeah, they can't you have will not you. Get it. Right. But right, in right, the right. end, you will see how valuable I would have been to you all. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen up, guys. But you know, before we close, I always want to shout out our um, supporters of the podcast. Um, we have Bowtie Planners, B E A U. T-I-E planners, the Cam K Way, Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas, Taste Buds, Nostalgia Clothing, Rio Fits, and Distinctive Curations. Visit our webpage at www.theritefect.com and click on podcast to visit our supporters section. Make sure you click on each of the links, the uh, logo that you see, and then you can visit their web pages. Um, you guys, please make sure that you subscribe to us on whatever platform that you're listening on. Share this with a friend. Share old episodes with a friend. Um, uh, shout out to a couple of my colleagues from graduate school who have um, uh, used our conversations on race and our Dear White People episode to discuss racism and to discuss their own white privilege and trying to be anti-racist. Not just, I, you know... I don't believe in racism. No, I'm going to fight the system. I'm going to fight against the uh, oppression. So we really appreciate that. Give us five stars and listen to the next episode because we're going to talk about racism in the classroom. Absolutely. Peace.